0: Hi. Welcome to this episode of Let's Work It Out, brought to you by Stay Nimble. We provide on-demand flexible career coaching for all your work-related challenges.
1: Welcome to the Stay Nimble, Let's Work It Out podcast. I'm Jennifer Harper and today I'm chatting with my colleague and fellow career coach, Jane Sol Patterson. Hi, Jane. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Good to have you today. So today, Jane, we are going to be talking about hybrid working and particularly for new or first time managers, how to manage hybrid teams. And I know it's a term that we're probably all familiar with now, but it's probably a good idea to start right at the beginning and clarify exactly what we mean by hybrid working. Sure, Jennifer. So hybrid working is a type of
0: flexible working where an employee splits their time between either being in a workplace or an office or remote working. And by remote, uh, we mean working from home. So during the pandemic, organisations really across the world had to move uh, to employees working from home. And although some organisations have returned completely to the office, many are embracing more flexible working arrangements, which allow employees to work from
1: a variety of uh, different locations that's right so it's it's quite a new way of working for some people isn't it yes
0: but to be fair, it's been around for a number of years. But I think with COVID nineteen, it's um, you know it's been a significant sort of driving influence for more flexible working, and also new technology has enabled more remote working. I mean, there's also an increasing research that hybrid working provides autonomy, you know, flexibility, and even new forms of collaboration, which have been have seen improvements, you know, in employee uh, performance. So some organisations have moved to hybrid working employees who then split their time between working from home and going into the
1: office. Yeah, it's interesting that some people working from home find it really positive. Being free of office distractions can mean that they actually get a lot more done. Having the freedom to some extent to choose when they work can be really important. And some people feel that they can use their time at home much better as opposed to when they're in the office.
0: Mm. Although conversely, you know, some people can find being at home just as distracting. You know, maybe you can get caught up, you know, with household chores or there's other people in your house that might distract you from your work. I think the other problem can be that people don't always have a dedicated workspace at home. So not having a quiet area in the house and having to work in a communal uh, space or even in the bedroom, you know, that's far from ideal.
1: Yeah, I would agree with you there. And I think it's a fair point, Jane, with regard to others in the house being a distraction. Plus, it can mean there's a bit of a battle to access the Wi-Fi, which many parents will have experienced during COVID-19 lockdowns when working from home and having kids trying to log on to school teams meetings, which I certainly had. But that aside, I think for some people, being at home could have the impact of feeling more isolated and could get quite lonely. And although Let's not forget there's always a possibility of working remotely from another venue, like a cafe, for example, which um, I guess can help people to have a sense of having other people around them. Yeah, that's true.
0: It is. Um, But it also makes sense for those who do feel disconnected working at home, you know, to have some time um, to spend some time, you know, working in the office.
1: Yeah, if that's possible, then it makes total sense. So we've started to think about what it is like for someone working hybrid. But what do you think someone who is in the position of managing a hybrid team will need to consider?
0: OK, well, I think one of the first steps is to check in on what policies or guidance your organisation has on hybrid working. And then to make sure you communicate to your team what your organization's approach is to hybrid working so everyone understands the parameters which uh, they're working in.
1: Yeah, that's a a good place to start, Jane. Really making sure that everyone understands what hybrid means and communication is clear around expectations of being logged in, attending online meetings and so on. I would also say it's really important for that manager to speak to each member of their team on a one-to-one basis to get a sense of what their personal preferences are for working on a hybrid basis because of what we spoke about earlier in terms of who prefers the office, who prefers working working from home and so on. It it can be helpful to discuss times and work patterns that that work for different members of the team, especially if, if some team members have varying commitments, such as doing the school run or attending to the caring needs of a family member.
0: Yeah, I think individual requests should be considered. But obviously, you know, the business will have needs too. So although it's been well documented that accommodating employees' needs for flexibility can lead to greater productivity and well-being. In fact, there was a recent CIPD report which concluded that working um, hybrid offers employees almost the best of both worlds, you know, with greater work-life balance, without the concern of being isolated from colleagues. So I guess with that in mind, I think how... Having a regular dialogue and a review of what's working as a hybrid team, you know, what are the challenges and actively looking at whether you are meeting the needs of stakeholders, other customers, um, sorry, other colleagues and also other customers is really
1: important. Yeah, I would agree that communication is absolutely key here. And as a manager, you will need to discuss with your team which meetings should be online and which really should be also be um, face to face. And also to consider what the key communication channels are that you're going to be using and for what purpose as well.
0: Yes, it's interesting. Without everyone being in the office, you can sometimes lose those communication opportunities, which used to occur more casually. You know, sometimes known as the water cooler conversations, you know, where you bump into another colleague in the office and you have a conversation about work and projects, which if you're working remotely,
1: you wouldn't necessarily have those casual conversations. Yeah, no, that's true. But it can, it can definitely happen with hybrid working as well, though. And, and what you don't want is um, those who are not in the office as much to feel that they lose access to key information or important knowledge um, that would usually be shared in those moments, as you say, and then they start to feel left out or, or treated unfairly. So I, I wonder if you can think of ways that a manager can make sure team members don't miss out on formal and informal communication opportunities.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. So, well, as a manager, you probably need to think about how you can create online social spaces for informal conversations and for people to share how they're doing or what they got up to at the weekend. You could probably dedicate the first five minutes to a meeting for people to check in with some non-work chat, or you could encourage a team member to meet up with a different team member online each month, you know, just for like a virtual coffee and an informal catch up.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm I'm definitely all for team members having virtual coffees together, just as they would in the office. I know a lot of organisations that have regular online water cooler or coffee break times in everybody's diary for anyone who wants to catch up with colleagues in that more casual way, as we say. And Really to encourage a break from work, um, as you say, that coffee break in workplace can be really important. But in terms of hybrid working, I think it's also essential that the whole team shares their working arrangements and what locations are going to be in. So the manager and colleagues know who is working, where and when. Yeah, that's really
0: important. You know, I'm aware that some organisations are already reducing their office capacity as more employees work remotely. So it is important to know who's coming into the office to ensure that that there is, you know, the desk space capacity.
1: Yeah, that's very true. As that there does seem to be an increase in hot desking as well. And seeing everyone's schedule in a shared document will be really important in planning how the team collaborates and what technology is needed to support this process.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Technology is needed for that collaboration. And, and as a manager, you need to ensure that people working remotely need the right tools to collaborate and communicate effectively. And I'd say as a minimum, essential technology from home needs to include messaging apps, video conferencing platforms, shared files and uh, documents,
1: and most importantly, a solid and secure Wi-Fi connection. Yeah, definitely. And on that point, when managing a hybrid team, I'm sure it will be really helpful to get regular feedback from the team about what technology is working well and also their experience of different platforms as well. Yeah. I'd also add that a
0: manager needs to learn uh, the skill of managing virtual meetings using different platforms, um, particularly encouraging people to put their cameras on and also encouraging the use of chat. Yes,
1: I guess, again, it's trying to recreate um, in-person work as much as possible, isn't it, even from remote locations. But most virtual meeting technology supports the use of polls and surveys, as well as breakout rooms, which can really help to build in that in-person experience and maintain group interaction. And these sessions can generally also be recorded and sent out to the team, which means if someone misses a meeting or they're on holiday or unwell, it's a, a good way for them to catch up so they're not missing out um, this can also be a, a good reference point for meeting minutes as well so it's, it's uh, there are pros and cons there too yeah That's true. I also
0: think that one of the challenges of working with a hybrid team is that those team members who are working from home and not in the office can feel they're being excluded from the office and those in the office will collaborate more and maybe exclude them from key decisions. So as a manager, you really need to think about how are you communicating with those in the office and those working remotely and to make sure that you are treating everyone equally and giving everyone the same level of attention.
1: Yeah, that's that's very true. And I think that comes down to the manager being quite robust and copying everyone in, in emails and making all the relevant people have um, making sure they all have access to shared documents and so on. And it's very much about inclusion, isn't it? And one final point I think is really important to discuss is to keep a check on the well-being of hybrid workers. And this may well come down to the manager adopting good rapport building skills and actively following through on one-to-one check-ins. And we all know that working has pros and cons, one of which is work encroaching on home life, as we touched on at the start. But I think it's essential for a manager to keep a check on how that is being managed, Just because someone works from home does not mean they're immune from experiencing burnout or from feeling overwhelmed. Indeed, quite the opposite can be true if they, they feel that they're, they're feeling isolated as well. You know, that's a good point,
0: Jennifer. For that, I would su- suggest that the manager may want to ensure that the boundaries between work and home are being well managed, but also to make sure that employees are disconnecting, you know, switching off, managing the technology, and getting that good work life balance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I guess one example of that might be the manager being very clear about expectations around responding to emails, as some staff may work some evening hours. Um, but that doesn't mean they should expect the other person to respond in the evening if that's not part of their flexible working. So again, it's really strong with boundaries there. So it feels almost like we've gone full circle here, as I would suggest boundaries and expectations need to be very clear for, for everybody concerned with hybrid working. Yeah.
0: And yes, and for that to work, I think it helps if you as a manager can be a good role model with your own working practices. And I guess one final point for a, managing, for a manager who's trying to manage a hybrid team is to look at um, training on how to effectively manage a hybrid team. As this way of working you know, becomes the norm, there may be more opportunities for professional development on, on the topic.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you, you could say you should be leading by example here um, from the manager's perspective. Yeah. So, um, gosh, Jane, th- there seems so much in this topic. It, it's so much more than simply working from home a few days, isn't it? Um, but we hope you've found this podcast useful. And don't forget, you can also talk with a, a professional sounding board in this, the shape of your Stainimble career coach about this topic, if you wish. And for those of you who haven't registered with stay Nimble yet, you can do so at stay Nimble.co.uk, and you can access a free 30 minute video coaching session to talk about your current situation and the support we can offer you to manage your hybrid team or to navigate other work or career challenges. So thank you for joining us and we both wish you well. Thank you and bye for now. Thanks for
0: listening to this episode. For a no-strings-attached 30-minute coaching session, visit
1: staynimble.co.uk.